0: hey guys it's lauren yates here celebrity interviewer entertainment reporter and the host of this podcast rave it up celebrity news reviews and interviews if this is the first time you're listening go check out our show's trailer on apple podcasts or spotify to learn more about us and make sure to follow us on social media to tell us what else you would like to hear from this podcast we are under rave it up tv on instagram rave it up show on facebook and our website is raveituptv.com now today we have a chat to the technical advisor of the tv show swash Odie Gallup. he has come back on to rave it up last time he was on the show was back in october last year but this time we are going to go behind the scenes of season five and hear about certain episodes in detail there is so much to talk about today So let's get into it now before we get into today's interview we would like to give a shout out to our patreons irene bev and michael if you haven't heard of patreon before it is a great way to support us and keep us running and improving you pick a membership tier that suits you and your budget per month and in return for supporting us we'll give you behind the scenes content and free stuff you don't have to give much either you can be a part of our Patreons for as little as $4 a month. Just visit patreon.com forward slash rave it up. You can even donate through PayPal if you don't trust other sites. You can do so just through our email, rave at gmail.com. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact us. We appreciate anything you can do to support us. Now, let's get into this interview. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Whoa. Rave it up. Hey guys, it's Georgie May from Breaking Bad Adam
1: Stefani from Step Thanks Up Keegan Allen from Pretty Little Liars Hi, this is Arthur Butcher Cosentino It's Rob Mills Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up We're raving it up brave I'm it up. having fun
0: <laughs> Hashtag Lauren Rave It Up exactly. <laughs> 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 ra- Sorry Thank you, I like that effect raving. <laughs> we're raving it up Welcome back to Rave It Up. It is a pleasure to have you on the show again. How are you going today? Well, good.
1: Thanks for having me again. Um, you know, I'm surprised, you know, you got the regular guy coming on, you know, not a you know not the big celebrity you're usually used to, but uh, thanks for having me.
0: Oh, you got all the behind the scenes goss. We have to have <laughs> you on, right?
1: <laughs> well, that's true.
0: <laughs> and I got to say, time true. really has flown because last time we spoke was October last year. Yep. How quickly did that go, right? We both have busy lives, though, so it's understandable. Yeah, no, that
1: is definitely quick, went quick.
0: Yeah. So as a quick rundown, what has been going on since then? Have you still been doing that security work on the side when SWAT hasn't been filming?
1: Um, I haven't been able to do that lately since probably it's been a few months just because, uh, you know, we're, we've been we're doing location scout, so I haven't really had a lot of time uh, uh, to do the side hustle, as we call it. But yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, we we wrap uh, April like the end of April, so hopefully, I'll start doing some more stuff on the side after that when I have a little bit more time.
0: Cool. So you're just enjoying finally some relaxed time, even though I think from our last interview, you're like, ah, I don't like that.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not into taking time off. We work Tuesday through Saturday, and I kind of like that schedule just because. Uh, Mondays, you can get stuff done if you have appointments and, and all that kind of stuff. If you have get your weekends off, I mean, traffic out here on Saturdays is just horrendous. Mm. So working on Saturday, some people don't like it, but, uh, a lot of people do like it because, uh, you know, you can get some, you know, you have Mondays off so you can get some stuff done.
0: I completely agree with that. Some people, you know, haven't worked a nine to five job really ever in my life. So... When yeah. I think about it, I'm like, how do people like get stuff done during the day? If you got to go to the post office and you finish at five p.m., like, how does that help?
1: <laughs> right, you really. Said,
0: Monday you can do all those appointments, so that's a that's a good uh, balance, I'd say, which is fantastic. Yes. And I I gotta say, uh, congratulations are in order because last month you guys reached a hundred episodes of SWAT. Woohoo! <laughs> what did you all do to celebrate? Did you go out, have heaps of cake? <laughs>
1: uh you know uh we worked and then uh you know we we had some people come up you know the producers uh some CBS executives came up to the stages and uh we had a little celebration um each one of them talked and uh, had some cake and you know then we went back to work so some of it a little little celebration after that you know after we get off but uh you know it was it was back to work it's just it's crazy to, to realize it's been 100 episodes already you don't get that milestone a lot in today's world or today's uh industry for television you know cable and all that kind of stuff so it's it's a it's a huge milestone
0: it sure is you guys should be very proud you got a fantastic can i say product there (laughs) with the show and i you know here's to 100 more right fingers crossed
1: (laughs) yes i you know hopefully we'll get hopefully we can get a few more out of it yes
0: Hopefully you can get the 200 episode milestone, that'd be awesome.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll try.
0: I don't know, there's not many shows out there that have done that, but, you know, who knows? No, there's not. Now, today I want to talk about, you know, a few episodes in season five in detail, if possible. I know maybe some things you won't be able to share, but we'll see how we go. And as I said before recording, I've watched them all now, except for one, which what just released last night, so I didn't really have time before I interviewed to do that, so... (laughs) But the last episode yeah. I watched was episode 12 called Provenance, where they have that art heist. So this season kicks off with Hondo in Mexico, guys, if you haven't watched Correct, it already. Yes. I want to really draw the people in if they haven't watched it already. Which i got to say is a very interesting beginning, you know, really keeping us on the edge of our seat. Because we don't know whether, you know, 20 Squad are going to get back together or not. And when he's coming back. Firstly, I'd love to know, was that actually filmed in Mexico or was it a little bit of like movie magic?
1: <laughs> no, it was actually filmed in Mexico. We wow. went there, uh, the producers and uh, the assistant director, et cetera, they were down there probably about a month before we even got down there. And um, I went down there. It was a little town south of Mexico City called Lot. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correct, but I think so. And uh, we were down there. I was down there for, it was probably about right around two weeks. And uh, we were filming. You know, every day there was beautiful landscape there, beautiful scenery. Um, The town was very accepting and and we filmed different places uh, outside of the town also. And um, it was it was a great experience. It was uh, we had fun and, and, you know, we would always have dinner at night together when we got done. Um, You know, our little group that we had and uh, it was yeah, it was actually filmed uh, in Mexico.
0: Look at that! I was about to say if that is a bit of movie magic and it wasn't in Mexico, you guys did a fantastic job.
1: <laughs> that, that that was the thing is a lot of people were uh, they were texting and asking Shamar like, "Hey, that place is. I mean, the the landscape, like the mountains and stuff." And and they were like, "You guys got that's got to be a green screen, right?" And, and we were like, "No, it's that we're actually here." And they, they're like, "Wow, that's just incredible." And, uh, you know, we, we didn't film, we filmed a couple of little scenes when we came back, but everything was, the major majority of the stuff was all filmed down there. So it was awesome.
0: Like a mini holiday as well for you, a little bit. A, a
1: little bit, a little bit. It was, uh, you know, for a couple of weeks, I mean, it, it's in a pretty, the town is in a, you know, not a lot of communications. So the Wi-Fi and all that kind of stuff was kind of spotty here and there, oh. but uh, we had a good time together. We, we did really good. It was fun. And uh, we, everybody worked hard. The crew, the crew was from a lot of the crew was from Mexico and um, you know, they were great. So it was a, it was a good time.
0: I am going to say, we got to look at the positives there with not much internet. You know, you guys actually got to really bond as a team, which you guys love to do. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. I love that. And a lot of the first two episodes obviously were Hondo in Mexico, but sometimes it went back to, you know, HQ where the other characters were. Does that mean you guys pretty much did all the filming in Mexico first and then went over there, or was it all just being filmed at the exact same time in separate locations?
1: No, so it was, uh, we went to Mexico and did all that stuff first, and then when we came back is when they filled in all the other stuff, you know, like uh, HQ and and the other characters. so um yeah we did we did all the stuff in mexico first
0: well i know you're not an activist. does that kind of make it confusing like where am i up to in the storyline? <laughs> uh
1: you know i'm pretty i'm pretty much i'm pretty much up on that stuff because i go over all the scripts they send me all the scripts and i go over them and i give them notes on the scripts on like what tactically you know in the story stuff that uh, law enforcement would not do or maybe uh i need to correct or i will send them stuff tactically. Um, So I'm pretty much I know uh, you know every episode before we shoot it like a couple episodes ahead before we shoot them because I have to give them I give the writers notes on what they you know what they need to work on.
0: Mm, That's really cool. That's another whole part of your job that we don't even really realize that when you're home you need to read all those scripts. That's must be awesome.
1: Definitely. It, there's a lot, but uh, you know I enjoy doing it. It's like totally, totally different from you know my real job that I had, and uh, you know I have a good time doing it. It's fun and it's something different, and uh, you know I, I have a lot of fun doing it, so I, I like it.
0: How many pages roughly is there per episode, and how long does that take you? You're slow um, or a fast reader? <laughs>
1: uh... I am, I'm pretty fast, you know, I go through and I pretty much key on like all the tactical stuff and then I will look for other stuff within that. But I read the whole script. It usually takes me, you know, probably an hour and a half to read the script. Then it'll probably take me maybe another hour, hour and a half maybe to give notes and write notes and then send them into the writers that, uh, that have written that episode.
0: Okay. So do you think like you probably add more in or you take more stuff out?
1: (laughs) Um, probably a little bit of both. I mean, by now, you know, it's season five, some of the writers are OGs and they've been there a while. So some of them kind of know what, uh, what I like and what I will probably, you know, I'll probably, uh, bump on and talk to them about, but, uh, you know, they're usually pretty good about that. We have some new writers this season. And so, you know, I, I'm coaching them along and mentoring them a little bit on SWAT stuff and, and, they're pretty, they're very accepting and they're very collaborative and I love working with them. Uh, you know, we just, the next episode coming out, I think is the one that Lena uh, directed, Lena Esco, who plays Chris. Ooh, cool. Um, good, I? I, I'm pretty sure that's the next one coming out. And Ryan Kelleher is a writer and um, you know, I had, I had a lot of fun with them. Lena is great. She was, she was awesome. Lena, Lena was awesome. And she was just, oh yeah, I need needs to be, You know, I I hang out usually with all the directors and I walk with them and then they say, hey, Odie, how about this or how about that? She was just exceptionally, totally involved and excited and had fun. And and it was fun. It was fun to be around her because she was just so in tune with what I like and we both like the same thing and the writer was just spot on, and if we needed anything, uh, if Lena wanted anything changed, boom, he was on it. And, you know, changing stuff on the day as we're shooting. So he was just, you know, that it was a fun episode. This one coming up was fun. We had a good time doing it.
0: I'll keep an eye out for it. Obviously her name will pop up. I've seen Shamar also producing a lot of them as well. It's yes. great that theater, yeah. the actors are really getting in there and want to learn some more stuff and have more experience with behind the scenes.
1: Yeah, definitely. Get, um, they all like to—they all like to uh, do the stuff behind the scenes. And Lena uh, had directed. She's direct. She directed the one that's coming out next. And I don't know if you remember. Ooh, I can't remember the name of. it, But Alex directed an episode this season, also. I just can't remember the name of it right now. All the, see. All the episodes are like run into one for me, so I have yes. to try. <laughs> have to differentiate them.
0: It's like long, Alex long just did one long film for you.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, did you guys have to for for Mexico maybe talk to any like local Mexican um, PD as well, just to, I guess, see how they do things, or was it kind of just as you normally would?
1: Just as as we normally would. Uh, you know, I was down there with Shamar, and you know, we had a couple uh, actors that were in the cast, and so I would help them out a little bit. Um, you know, so that, I mean, that was that was pretty much it for down there. It was pretty much me uh, helping out Shamar. We try to, you know, for our guys, we try to, our, our, I'm on it with our guys, whenever we travel, whenever we do anything, um, you know, and if, if we have some cast that's coming in from different areas or uh, for there, it was, you know, a couple different things. So, yeah, I was one showing them how to do their stuff also.
0: Well, you also trained um, Irish actor Tim Murphy as well <clears throat> because he played the bad guy for the mexican episode yes what is it like training someone that is just doing like a cameo like that instead of you know that whole team that you guys have that you train them from day one and they know how you like things and how you work
1: yes yes uh no that's a good question uh i I had fun tim is a great guy he's an awesome guy and i have seen him you know i mean like you i don't know I, i mean i've seen him in many different things you know before this like sons of anarchy and and he's just been in so much And, you know, I usually find he was a very, very accepting, he was willing to learn, and he took everything to heart, and uh, he worked hard at it. And I love teaching people like that. I love instructing and training people like him, because it's fun, and they take it to heart, and they really want to look good on camera. Mm. And um, he really did. He looked really good on camera, and he worked hard, and and he's a great guy. And so that's what makes it even uh, a lot more fun when you're doing it, when somebody is Very accepting, very willing to listen to what you have to say. Because, you know, there's times where everybody, you know, in my community, in the SWAT community, uh, law enforcement, you know, military, people do things a little bit differently sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so I tell my guys, you know, I tell our team, the cast, I'm like, you know, you might go out and go shooting with somebody, or you might meet a cop on the street, or you might meet a SWAT guy or or whatever. But my big thing is, people do things differently and they might say, well, you know, my way is the greatest way since sliced bread. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I make sure I just tell them like, uh, whatever they do is not wrong. It's just that they do it different. So, you know, make a long story short when it's, you know, if somebody is doing another show, I will never, um, criticize that show or that person just because everybody does something differently and what they do is not wrong. It's just they do it differently, just like I do. Yeah. And so that's what I that that's what I instill in them and all the guest guest casts that was on that I train. Um but uh, Tim, speaking of Tim, he's just he's just a great guy. He worked hard and you look good. Uh, yeah.
0: Oh, he sure did. I really love some of those behind the scenes shots too that I saw up on your Instagram. Like I said in the other interview, you need to you need to follow Odie because he's got some really good behind the scenes shots and videos on Instagram. It's good to get that bit of a look. <laughs> Have you always wanted to learn how to dance? Always say you're going to do it, maybe even make it a new year's resolution, but never do. Well, this is your time. Hills Latin Dancing teaches salsa, bachata, and merengue classes for all ages and fitness levels. No partner or previous dance experience is required. If you don't live in Sydney, that is okay too. We teach private lessons over Zoom for only $50. We also offer wedding dances and also a seated dance class for the elderly and those with mobility challenges. Come join us for some fun. Visit our website hillslatindancing.com.au for more information and to book your class now. Did you know we filmed this interview? Well, come on over to our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. You can subscribe for free. And here's a little secret. We like to reward our active subscribers with autographed photos and merchandise, no matter where you are in the world. So don't forget to give us a thumbs up while you're there and get busy sharing the videos with your friends. Another episode actually introduces a public safety app to civilians. I want to know, what is your opinion on that? You know, technology is growing and growing now and there's more apps than ever before. It's kind of getting a bit ridiculous now. <laughs> what isn't there an app for? Yeah. Do you think it is a good idea in real life to do something like this or would kind of what happened in the episode probably take place?
1: Um, you know, I know uh, I'm, not, I'm not heavily into apps like that, but I know there is, you know, a few apps in the US and probably, I don't know about there that, uh, you know, neighborhoods have, like your own neighborhood might have an app and um, people post on it every day and um, i think you know that's what they were basing our i think it was called sentinel i think that's what they're basing it off of and then they were trying to take it to the next level that um, if somebody if people were going to get involved and kind of you know you know i don't know if i want to say vigilante justice you know they want to take it to the next level where most of the time in the neighborhoods and and people have those apps and they just, re, you know, say, Hey, there was a guy breaking into cars or look out for this guy dressed like this or whatever. And, uh, you know, if it got to that level, like we had on the show um, that'd be kind of rough for law enforcement, just because people trying to take things into their own hands. When you go someplace and you respond to a call like that, you know, you have to make sure you know who everybody is when you arrive. Um, you know, you could mistake somebody that has a gun out, you know, for a bad guy and mm. unfortunately things happen but um but yeah
0: i saw that it had its pros and cons like it's good yes. to you know as they say um i know here in australia we have like the see something say something yeah which is great but yeah if someone wants to take it in their own hands it's not safe for all the civilians
1: yeah definitely i think that you know see something say something that was that was born from uh you know, I want to say from you know, like a 9-11 type of thing for like terrorism, you know, if you see somebody, you know, somebody's sitting in the backpack down and they kind of walk away and then they don't see them for a few minutes, you're like, hey, wait a minute, uh, what's the deal with this? And let somebody know, right? And I report it to somebody. But uh yeah, it's uh and I think on that episode sentinel i think the guy that owned the company was offering like a hundred thousand dollars if you could catch him or something like that from what i remember so yeah that's that's probably that's not a good that's yeah, not that a puts good thing into to the do either so yeah yeah definitely yeah. yeah
0: and in another episode um chris and deacon are attacked by a drug cartel looking to kidnap their wealthy vip clients Um, I remember some, you know, behind the scenes shots as well on your Instagram of this and even on Jay Harrington's uh, Instagram stories. And it's in that little old Western sort of town, you know, um, I don't know really what to call it, you know, like (laughs) for tourists. What did you find the most challenging with that sort of setup? I mean, I
1: love those kinds of setups. I mean, I I think for us, uh, it was just hot out there. And, uh, you know, every day it's hot and then it's dusty or, or, or whatever. But, you know, other than that, I think, I mean, I love that type of stuff. Um, you know, the, I, you know, the storyline is, you know, Deacon works for a security company, which I kind of, you know, tossed onto them, you know, that's what I do on the side type of deal. So they took it from there and uh, it's basically what I do on the side, the same exact thing. And I thought it was, a, it was a great episode. It was out there and we did, there was a big stunt, you know, a couple of big stunts. The one where uh, one of the stunt guys rolled the Suburban down the hill um, where the tire gets shot and Deacon, the tire gets shot and Deacon rolls the car down the hill. And, uh, you know, I, I love doing stuff like that because you see when they come out of the car and Deacon's in the car and he's trying to grab his rifle. So I kind of guide them and help them um, trying to choreograph that and how that will work to make it look like uh, to make it look believable as a tactical sense. Um, I think I've told you before, it's like sometimes uh, Hollywood likes to do stuff, you know, over the top, but uh, I try to massage it to make it tactically believable. I mean, there's stuff that we would not do, but I try to make it look believable tactics wise. And I think that, that that was a great example of it looking really good because, you know, Deacon's in the car trying to grab his rifle and the guys are shooting at them. And, and uh, you know, they get out, and they use the car, the car for cover, you know, leaning behind the engine block. And then Deacon gets out and his arm's dislocated. And the and the guy unzips his rifle bag for him. And then they run behind the car up the hill for cover. So, you know, a lot of that stuff. I, I mean, I love doing that. So it's it's fun. But I think it, the, probably the biggest thing there was it was hot. I just remember it being really hot for the few days, three or four days that we were there. Mm-hmm.
0: With those sort of scenes too, when you got like the car rolling down and then the next shot is them obviously stuck, but the car, um, you know, pretty much upside down or even to the side. How do you do that specifically like in the safety regard for the actors?
1: Um, we have a great stunt team. Uh, you know, we have some core stunt members that are always on scene all the time an awesome brewer, Jake Swallow, you know, Lance Gilbert, Tori Vogel. They all they come up and, and, you know, they'll read the script and then they decide how to do the stunt. And then when the stunt happens and they make it safe for the actors to go. So, uh, one of the stunt guys had rolled the car down the hill. Uh, the stunt department made sure that it was safe, cleared everything out. You clean the glass out, all that kind of stuff. And then you put the actors in and then you yell action from there. So I mean our stunt department is awesome. they've they've, had, they've been nominated for numerous Emmys the last couple of years um, so they they, they do a great job. Why. They've been on yeah, they, they do a great job. They've been on a lot of major uh, motion pictures and TV shows and, and all that kind of stuff. So I can't say enough about them. They're great. They're just a bunch of great people.
0: It must be really hard for the actors to like try and squeeze in the car when it's already <laughs> flipped on its side or upside down. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, it's hard for them sometimes. And then, uh, you know, I give them a hard time sometimes and keep them going. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of stunts, like Lena had a big fight in that, in that episode and she did a great job. Um, you know, one of the stunt actresses, um, actors jumped through the window on that one. Um, so it's, you know, there's a lot, we have a lot of stunts. And, and like I said, they our department stunt department does a great job in, in accomplishing that. And I work closely with them for the tactical side of it, for law enforcement, SWAT. And uh, we work really close together and we make it, I think we make it look really good. So,
0: you really do. That's why I love the show. <laughs> so, I'm guessing pr- pretty much nearly all the fighting scenes, the actual actors do that themselves instead of bringing in a stunt person, unless they're obviously jumping out a window or something. <laughs>
1: um, you know, it all depends. It varies back and forth. Uh, what, what happens is, uh, you know, the stunt department will get somebody to come in and they will rehearse, they'll uh, rehearse the fight and they'll do it the way that it should probably look and they do it numerous times for hours a day rehearsals. And then they will show the actor, you know, how, how the movements are and all that kind of stuff. And if the actors feel comfortable, then they'll do the fight. And usually, usually uh, they'll end up doing, you know, A part of the fight and then the stunt guy or stunt woman might do the other part of the fight that's more involved or whatever a lot more but uh most of the time they they, you know they uh sit and they'll watch the rehearsal then they get involved in the rehearsal and then um and then uh, when we when we yell action it's a pretty it's a combination of both but then uh, a lot of times the cast will do a lot of the fights so yeah
0: well, thank you to all the stunt people out there too. That's another job that we just kind of forget about because we just always think it's the actors, but they really put their lives out on the line. They and do, yes, they do. How long does like an episode like that take to film? Is it you said like a few days? It was really hot, so is that like your whole filming pretty much a whole week of just one episode?
1: Oh, it it takes it takes anywhere from eight and a half to nine days for us to do one episode.
0: Wow there you go guys and that then perspective appreciating yes episode. And,
1: <laughs> yeah and you only have 42 minutes you know the episodes 42 43 minutes so they, you know they we the director does all of the shots that he needs to get and then it gets sent to the uh he goes through and does his cut and then it gets set the editing and then they do their cut and then <clears throat> what you see in the end is is the 42 43 minute version of the nine days and hours and hours and hours upon shooting that you get so
0: that's a lot a long of stuff, day you know, that are, too, isn't it?
1: Yeah, we since COVID, you know, for the COVID stuff where you, we usually do 10, 11 hour days, which is great. Um, the crew loves that. Like I said before, you know, they get to go home, spend time with the family, have dinner. Uh, before, you know, we were working 14, 15 hour days, and, wow. and um, you know, Monday through Friday, so that was kind of rough, but uh, but yeah, so it, it, it's eight and a half, nine days to do one episode.
0: Gives it a bit more balance in your life now, too, it seems like. Yes. Mm. Yep. <laughs> so, how long do you? How far in advance do you think with the filming it is from when it's actually aired? Is it months in advance? It would have to be, right?
1: Um. Yes, it's usually it's usually a few months. Uh. So, like, I think the one next week with Lena's directorial debut, I think we did that a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. I think.
0: Okay. So yeah, so a couple months. They try. They
1: try to get. They try to you know. They in the beginning we try to get some in the bank and then. um as time goes on, it kind of catches up and then we're usually a couple episodes ahead and filming before it gets aired, so.
0: That's good. It's always good to be in advance just in case anything happens. Yes. Like COVID when that happened. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. And in episode 11, you know, it really opened my eyes up to how much we use technology these days because SWAT tries to find a hacker, which resulted in, you know, pretty much shutting down all their computers Mm -hmm. and going back to, I love the old school way, getting the paperwork out and things like that.
1: Do, yes. do you have
0: like a new appreciation for technology yourself now too? <laughs>
1: um, You know, I, I I love technology and I hate it. Uh, You know, I think, you know, I grew up in the age where you only had the files and you had to look through the file and all that kind of stuff. But it is nice to have everything at your fingertips. I mean, it's a blessing and it's a curse at the same time, you know? I mean, the world survived without, te- without all the technology we have now. And mm. uh, it continued on, but it's also... It's also nice to have it, you know, but uh, I don't know. Sometimes I would just like to not have it and go back to the old way of calling somebody up and saying, hey, how you doing? You know, but uh, I don't know. That's It's not going to be like that anymore. No, so it live
0: advancing with it. advancing. I don't think we're going back. <laughs> yes. And but then we you... wouldn't
1: be able to have this interview if we didn't.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I'd actually have to go to LA to chat to you.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: And so did you help them kind of, Figure out that whole episode then with how you just said that that's how you did things back in the day in the police department that they kind of grabbed um, from you.
1: You know that that not not really on that one that was all them. I mean I did uh like I said with the cast and all the kind of tactical stuff in that one from what I remember. Um, you know they came up with that one and uh, uh, I don't think I really it was just tactical stuff for me in that one pretty much from what I remember.
0: Mm, except for i guess reading through the script and editing yeah well yeah
1: yeah reading the notes for you know i go over the i go over the costume documents with the with the uh uh with the writers also and uh the props department you know we go over some stuff every once in a while so yeah
0: because mm. i do remember in our last interview too you you did mention that in the real swat you know they don't do actual investigations in between going out that's just something they've put in the show so that must make it a bit difficult for you to you know as you said try and make it authentic as possible um but being able to when you're editing the scripts you know okay yeah well, that's a, that's a good one that's a good investigation
1: yeah yeah definitely i mean uh you know i mean i've, I've come to the You know i mean i i'm a pretty easy going guy so i know that's how it was when we first started and so yeah we don't do investigations we know we don't you know you don't see like on the show you'll see the cast drive out and be talking to somebody for an investigation uh we don't do that so it's uh, you know, we don't chase after people like we do on the show with all the gear that we have on in real SWAT. I mean, you know, it, it's heavy. We have real. I've always wondered
0: uh, that, like everything yeah, no. around the gun, and <laughs> how can you run? Usually,
1: uh, yeah, when you have when you have a, a SWAT team that comes to a house, usually you'll have a perimeter set up with uh, SWAT guys around it, and then an outer perimeter would be patrol people, and then you'll have a helicopter and all that kind of stuff. So, frequently on the show we don't get to have all of that stuff. So, you know, the cast is doing, uh, the majority of, uh, doing entries, uh, and stuff like that where normally you would have many more people doing an entry into a house than just five or six or three people like we have on the show. Mm. And, um, you know, when you go into a room, uh, I have to massage sometimes where they just want to have Shamar or somebody look in the room and I and I try to fight for it. Well, you know, we would actually go in the room. We just wouldn't look in the room to see if anybody was in there because you can have somebody secreted in any closet behind the, under a bed and, you know, stuff like that. So I, I kind of put up a fight on that stuff sometimes and, and 99% of the times I, I get my way on that because it just looks kind of sloppy if you don't go into a room. And then there's times where we, where you'll hear on the show uh, sound like tan will open a door and it's a big room but if they don't see inside the room i can just have tan say closet only so then it's like a small space so then they don't have to go in so it's kind of you try to you try to fudge things back you try to fudge things along the way and then i change stuff you know we change stuff on the day when we're actually shooting to make it uh you know flexible and always on the move
0: I love talking to you and hearing all this stuff. It's so interesting. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> you don't get this sort of stuff from the actors. Just saying. <laughs> Everybody wants to interview the actors. Yeah. Interview the the hero yeah, right. behind it all that makes it all.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: That's a huge compliment to you. Just take it. Just Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard.
1: It's hard. <laughs> a lot of us. Most of us are hard. You know. To, you know. Most of us. Uh Most of us. You know. You get kind of humble and and, uh i guess embarrassed by the accolades i guess because you're not used to that so
0: yeah that's all right you can always expect on this show i'm gonna be your cheerleader (laughs) looking for the most comfortable and fashionable gym clothes around introducing gym xo they are an eco-friendly brand from the uk gym wear made from recycled materials Pick from some really cute gym sets, tops, bottoms, and there are even options for curvy women. Get 30% off today with free shipping by using our discount code RAVEITUP30 at checkout. Go to gymxo.co.uk today. That is gymexo.co.uk.
1: Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad.
0: It's Adam
1: Stefani from Step Up. Bryce Johnson from Pretty Little Liars. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up.
0: These celebrities are sharing a message of hope and inspiring the younger generation in our new book, Knowing What I Know Now. This is filled with 70 quotes from your favourite celebrities on what they would tell their 14-year-old selves. A book filled with amazing advice to help you chase your dreams or help you deal with bullying or depression. It is available worldwide as a paperback, ebook, and audiobook version. Go to raveituptv.com to buy your copy now. Well, as I mentioned, the last episode I watched was that art heist where Hondo's sister Winnie was unfortunately held hostage. I loved the use of night vision goggles, though, in that episode and some of like the camera angles when the night vision goggles got knocked off and then the camera went into that. I thought that was really cool. Not that you had anything to right. do with that, but <laughs> it kind of got me thinking about, you know, all the different types of equipment because throughout all of SWAT, you know, they're using the, there seems to be using a bit more of the night vision goggles now, but those flash grenades, the smoke bombs, the guns. Black Betty truck as well. Is that the same sort of equipment that you do use in the real SWAT? Is there anything that's a little bit more as you said kind of um massaged a little bit?
1: <laughs> um yeah, there's there's uh you know 99% of the stuff we use is, is real stuff the SWAT SWAT teams use. Um I'm trying to think of a couple things like night vision goggles. Uh departments have those. Uh you know, we all use flashbangs. There's a couple things, you know, that uh, that I toss in that um is research and development i call it where because a lot of cities a lot of cities don't have big budgets like hollywood right <clears throat> so
0: yeah i had to stop cities the might tank get <laughs> when you were, right. remember that last interview <laughs>
1: yeah cities might cities might have uh cities have small budgets and so what happens is you might ask for a piece of equipment and the city and you get it as research and development so the company might give it to you and they'll say okay you can try it out for a couple months and you try it out for a couple months and you're like man this is great but then you go back to the city and they say well we can't afford that piece of equipment so you can't so we can't buy it so that happens quite a bit so on the show i try to get you know stuff that is different that we might not normally use or not use and use it as research and development you know and tell them tell them it's tell tell the viewers that it's research and development (laughs) you know like we use actual Taser pistols on on the police department, and on the show we have uh, guns painted green that are, you know, the Taser pistols that are not actually Taser pistols. They're more, they look more like flare guns, but um, mm. you know, in real life we use the actual Taser pistols. Um, but everything else, night vision goggles, like you said, the one that was a Billy Gearhart. Um, episode he directed that he does amazing things with stuff like that, that that went through the night vision goggles and watched the fight and that's probably one of the big things that i hear everybody say that that was cool you know everybody liked that
0: <clears throat> yeah you don't really look so, at camera angles that often. But for that one you're like oh that's so cool <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah definitely and uh but you know everything they have you know they don't they don't have like plates in their vests like we would normally have in real life they don't have rounds obviously in their gun you know in their magazines like really we really have but everything else you know the swat uh black betty is an actual uh armored vehicle one is an armored one and one is not uh, we got them from an actual company that provides armored vehicles for swat teams um, it's called a gurka and i think it's made by teledyne i believe and um uh, and a lot of departments have like other different models that are made by different companies. This is the one I think that probably looked the coolest out of all of them. So this is the one that we got. <clears throat> and we got two of them. We had one, and then uh, when we got picked up for another season, I think season two. I think we went and got another one because the other one was getting kind of beat up.
0: Yes, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> so, but
1: uh, yeah, yeah. Five so. seasons. It's,
0: but- it's gotta eventually. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so yeah, everything that we use on the show is pretty much everything that we use in real life, but there are some stuff, like I said, that that we get in and use for research and development that we that departments don't have or are made up, actually. You
0: know, mm, so. Yeah, well, it's good that, uh, obviously, with Season 5 now, that it has been going on for a while, there's a lot of people interested, a lot of fans, that I'm, I'm guessing the budget has been able to go up so that you can actually get some other cool stuff.
1: Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. The budget thing is not my thing. I think yeah. uh, our producers <laughs> right, you to, are, yeah, compared
0: to like say season our, one where you're still yeah. trialing the show out and see if there's going to be any audience at all.
1: Right. Right. I mean, our producer and our unit production manager, they do a great job with the budget. And uh, like I said, I don't pay attention to that. I go, they give me the script and I go over it. and I send in my notes and then enact it on the day when we're, when we're shooting it. So
0: mm, and just correct everybody. <laughs> And in yeah, that Art exactly, Heist yeah. episode, you were in that too, weren't you? I swear, like, at the top of one of the night vision goggles, I did see, you know, Sergeant Stevens, like, the name on it, and I was like, hey, <laughs> I, yes, think that's I was.
1: I, <laughs> yes, I did the – I was in the part where uh, we were all in a – what we call a stack, and we came down the hallway, and then I posted up as they all went by me in the background. And then I was also in the night vision goggles with Lena – and uh went into the room and took the guy into custody uh yep. that was in the closet i had to pause um, and yes. i am like
0: that's odie oh my god
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. my mom
0: thought it was kenny johnson i was like that's not kenny that's not yeah, his voice <laughs> yeah.
1: no 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 oh. and then uh the one this coming sunday i'm in a little bit you know lena's episode i'm in that one a little bit so yeah oh
0: that's really cool i'll keep an eye out for it then Yes. I didn't get to actually ask you this last time. With obviously playing Sergeant Stevens, there you go. That's something else people might not know. How is it being on camera for you? Because that is very different from all your law enforcement work, and even you know being the um, working behind the scenes and helping everyone out. What's that like for you? Is it a bit you know daunting? And now you've got cameras in your face, or you just do what you got to do because you're the pro and anyway, um,
1: I I <laughs> think you me. just do what you got to do. Uh Lena actually the last, the last time on this episode coming up, uh you know, we come under fire and I get in front of the gurka with Jay and Kenny and um you know, I'm sitting in the front of the Gurkha and they're kind of like doing the acting thing like, you know, doing all this kind of stuff and I'm sitting on the side like, you know, being calm and, and Lena's like, Odie, You can't be, I I know you're usually calm under fire, but you're on TV. You can't be calm. (laughs) I'm like, okay, I get it now. You want me, okay, I got it. But no, other than that, it's, it's, um, I wouldn't say it's as much as daunting. I think probably the first time I did it was, I want to say it was an armory. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not easily impressed by, you know, I don't want to say actors or whoever it is. Um, But I think, you know, on my first episode when I did Armory, you know, I am standing next to him. I'm in this little circle with Patrick St. Esprit, who's been in a bunch of big movies. Um, Shamar, who's been on a ton of stuff. Jay, who's been on a ton of stuff. Uh, Kenny, who's been in a ton of stuff. You know, and Lena and Alex was in Chronicle, I think, a couple of things before that. Um, You know, so it was – and Lena. So it was – It wasn't daunting, but it was much as when the camera comes to you at that moment, everybody's, you know, all those guys are looking Looking at you you. and you're like, yeah, okay, this is weird, man. I mean, I got all these guys that I've seen on TV and movies or et cetera, looking at me when I'm going to deliver my line. So it was, it was kind of weird. It wasn't daunting. I mean, I did undercover work in narcotics uh, when I was on the department. And so You know, you get some people that go, oh, have you have you taken acting classes? And I'm like, I acted for real life when I was working in undercover narcotics. So, you know, I mean, I'm, you know, my little bit of acting training I had was I think I actually did take a few classes when I got out of the Navy, you know, because when you get out of the military, you know, you look for different things to do. You're trying to find another job and find out what you like. And so I did take a class after I got out of the military, um, where, the person that owned the studio was Gordon Jump that was the boss in WKRP in Cincinnati, if you've ever seen you're probably too young for that. but no, uh, <laughs> he was a boss. yeah, he was the boss on that show, and it was like his studios and he was in partners with somebody with but uh,
0: wow. yeah. There you go. You didn't tell me that in the last interview.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I, but I also, but I also, you know, I watch. I mean, I've been with these guys for five seasons, and so they all give me tips. They all give me input, and obviously, I watch how they move. I mean, I'm there every day, so I watch them act every day. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just, I kind of just play off of them, like as they play off of me. When I come in and do something as a SWAT guy, or I show them something, um, I play off of them as actors and see. Oh, okay, maybe you know if I'm going to have a part coming up, then I'm like, oh, okay, I saw how Shamar did that, or David did that, or Lena did that, or whatever, and I kind of take that into into my my part whenever I do it.
0: Mm. And it's funny, I'm going to look out for that next episode when you're going to come in. <laughs> it must have been like a great day for Lena to be able to boss you around where you're doing it. Oh, yeah, again. I'm sure. Yeah, I think she loved it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, she loved it. I mean, she, every time she's like, Odie, come on, I need you. You need to get in it. You're gonna, I'm, you're, you need to get in it. You need to get in the space. You <laughs> like, need to do this. That, you need yeah. to do
0: that. Just like you do. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Yes, yeah, she, she was loving it.
0: Uh, So you do do a lot with your job. There is that little bit of acting sprinkled in there a little bit. A lot of it is obviously tech advisor and checking over the scripts. What is your favorite part of the job? Is it kind of teaching the actors how to shoot and do their drills and do specific scenes or is it like the finessing of everything?
1: You know, Lauren, I mean, I, I, I think, honestly, I, I, it's all of it. I mean, I love doing the training with them. I mean, I love seeing how they progressed over five seasons and how they listen, um, how they take it to heart. Uh, uh, you know, I love, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm never going to be a big actor. I'm never going to be like anybody on the cast, you know. But, I mean, I have fun doing my one lines or my little paragraphs here and there and going in and doing it. I mean, I love doing that. I love the crew. Uh, I love hanging out with them. I love coming to set every day because it's something different because, you know, I mean, for 20, 28 years, I, I worked in law enforcement and then for that, I was in the, before that I was in the military. And then before that I was from a small town. So, uh, you know, I, 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 love doing all of it. I love, um, you know, talking to the crew and, and I mean, I, I, I just have fun. There's, there's not one thing I can pick out. Um, I love walking on set, uh, you know, I'd like to you know, I'm on the show every day. I'm doing stuff every day. I'd like to have my name get out there maybe a little bit so I could do some other things in the same realm as in advising or, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I would do little parts here and there, you know, if, if they came along, you know, like I said, I'll never be the big, you know, everyday person, everyday cast member, But I, but I have fun doing the little things that I do, you know.
0: Yeah, that's good. It's the little things that count, isn't it? And I can see the passion in your face. You just love it all. (laughs) I don't want to pick, Lauren.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's hard.
0: (laughs) It's like picking your favorite child, like, no.
1: (laughs) Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: In this day and age, we're surrounded by technology and electricity all the time. Like our phones and laptops, phone and radio towers, Wi-Fi, electric power lines, and the appliances in our home, do you know that these could be damaging your health because of the electromagnetic radiation coming off them? When I found OrgoneFX though and bought their products, I immediately noticed a difference. I started sleeping better and was even calmer and not always high in adrenaline. OrgoneFX has over 20 years experience in developing products to neutralise the harmful effects of EMRs. I have six of their products myself now, and I could not recommend them highly enough. These products last a lifetime too, so you only have to buy them once. Go check out their website, orgoneffectsaustralia.com.au. That is O-R-G-O-N-E effectsaustralia.com.au and type in the coupon code RAVEITUP at checkout you know rave it up now has a private facebook group where we give away regular prizes and you get to have a sneak peek at what we're up to you'll get to see some fun behind the scenes action and can be part of the interview process yourself just like a real journalist so come join us and share your passion for entertainment with all of our other fans just search rave it up community on facebook and we look forward to getting to know you Well, I thought it would be fun now to just quickly talk about the actors that you do train and how they really are on set. So who do you think is the most fun to work with on set? Or is that a little bit of a hard question too?
1: That's a hard question because we all have fun. (laughs) Uh, You know, I I, I give David probably more of a hard time than anybody, Um, you know, as in fun, you know, we give each other more of a hard time than anyone. That's um,
0: what you get with Best Buddies, you know, isn't it? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, you know, I give Shamar a hard time. We all give each other a hard time, but I probably give David a hard time out of more than anyone on the cast.
0: Mm. So, And who do you think is the most likely to stuff up first? Whether it's their lines or the specific drill? <laughs>
1: uh, I think, I think everyone has a moment where they not, I mean, from everything. I mean, everyone has a moment where they mess up the lines or they mess up, uh, you know, I always get on them if they do something that they haven't done for a while doing a tactical scene or whatever. And, uh, but I think everybody, even across the board, everybody messes up and they all, you know, Shamar's Patrick's always usually on, he doesn't, we call him, uh, he never usually brings in his sides. You know, you have sides that that you bring with you and you look at your, your uh, lines Lions. when you're on set. And Patrick, he never brings in sides. He always has them in his head. Huh. And so, wow. um,
0: so would yeah. you call him uh, the but, biggest uh, perfectionist then on set? That was my next question.
1: uh I, I would say, yeah, but they, but i'm I'm just saying, you know they all this is their job and their craft, and so they're all perfectionists at what they do and their part and their character and how they do it. and um, and for my stuff, they all want to be a perfectionist at what I teach them and how to do it and do it the right way. And uh, you know we had a director. I mean all directors are, are i' I enjoy all the directors. Um, but you'll get some directors that are like, what do you think, Odie, you know, when we're sitting there and we shoot the scene and I'm like, well, can we do one more where, you know, somebody didn't, you know, put their gun up when they came in the room and they're like, oh yeah, so we're going to go again. So, um, you know, we, we all, they all do that. I mean, even I do that. Sometimes I mess up doing stuff, right. When I'm given a line or if I'm, uh, sometimes even tactical stuff, I forget like, ah, shoot, I forgot to tell them to do this or whatever, you know, it's Mm -hmm. just part of all of us as, as you do. I mean, I'm sure doing your interview sometimes like, oh crap, I wish I had done that. Or Or I forgot that that. or I messed up. (laughs) yeah exactly
0: yeah we're only human we've got to stuff up every now and then yeah yeah right and who do you think is for final one who do you think the class clown is uh
1: you know definitely that's gonna be david is a class clown uh jay is is funny jay is a comedian right? <laughs> jay i always ask for jay like if i have a if i have a picture i want to put on instagram i can always go to jay And just show him the picture, boom, he's got my he's got my caption like that. And he's he's great at that stuff. Uh, Having a friend like that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. He's awesome at that stuff. He can come up with it just off the top of his head. I'm not the most, you know, and for Instagram stuff, I ask David or I ask uh um Shamar's uh photographer who's JD, I'll ask them because I'm not, you know, the most, I don't know everything about Instagram, I know how to do some stuff but I have to go to them. And to, when I ask David about it, he'll be like, Oh man, come on, dude. I'm like, I, you know, it's not my thing, yeah. you know? And JD, JD, uh, he helps me out with some stuff too, but it's funny, but I would say the clowns, you know, David's a clown and uh, Alex is actually a clown because the three of us have our little battle going back and forth. Uh, you know, I think Alex <clears throat> this past season, we were out, it was the one where uh, the football player. Have you seen that one? The football yep. player. Uh, we were out uh, at this college, and we were in there in in all of our gear, all their gear, and all the all their chairs and stuff were in this one room. And my chair was out there. It said Sergeant Stevens, and so David, <laughs> he walked unbeknownst to them. I was sitting at the corner, and so David goes up to Alex, and he's like, "Hey." You know, and he had, he was filming it, you know, like, because we always film giving each other a hard time, kicking each other's chair over or doing whatever. Yep. And he's like, hey, Alex, say something about Sergeant Stevens. And start, and Alex starts to talk, you know, he's like laughing and making fun of my chair or doing, they were doing something to it. And when he was done, I would just yelled over there. I'm like, hey, I'm right here. And they're like, oh, crap, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Alex is like, oh, sorry, sorry. You know, you can, so he, <laughs>
0: oh i love that but anyway (laughs) such a family isn't it you guys are all like brothers (laughs) yes definitely well uh, something really funny as well i did see on your instagram uh, was in one of the episodes you took a photo you posted a photo with the gallop gourmet truck from the show was that (laughs) deliberately put in as a joke and like named after you yes
1: (laughs) Yes, they do that frequently on every episode. Usually, there is one of the one of the cast or one of the crew, or one of the directors. Um, they will come up with names on different things, um, you know, and put them on different things. Like in 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 headquarters, you can never see it, but sometimes they'll put like the product producer's name as like one of the officers of the SWAT officers of the month and and stuff like that. The Uh, unit production manager when Lena was going through her obstacle course last season, I last season, I think um, when she was doing the master gunner, um, they had a cut out of him uh, holding a gun, you know, so they they do little little things like that that they put in different episodes that uh, that is pretty fun. That's pretty interesting. And the little little thing you get to try to find
0: yeah yeah i like that about episodes you're like trying to instead of just watching it as it is watch the scene with the actors you're like looking in the background what are they chucked in <laughs>
1: yes yeah
0: like even the night vision goggles with your you know sergeant Stevens' name at the top of the goggles yes. i was like i noticed that <laughs> yes like maybe not yes. other people did but look out for it next time guys yes and i wanted and... to ask too i don't know whether you know but do we know yet whether there's gonna be a season six Fingers crossed.
1: I, I, You know, I got my fingers crossed and, um, you know, I don't know yet. We have I haven't heard anything, uh, so hopefully that will be coming out soon one way or the other. I hope I'm, I'm open on that. I mean, we've, we've been doing really good. Um, uh, all of you guys, everybody, you know, in other countries love the show. So it's 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 big in other countries and it's in. Uh, we're all hoping that we get we get one more, a couple more, three more, four more seasons out of it. So hopefully it'll be coming soon because we wrap the end of april so hopefully we'll hear something by then
0: well I'm, I'm hoping so like i did see on the internet compared to season four season five was actually up by 44 percent in viewership like especially in, in yeah, terms of like the same day ratings so that that's really really good numbers
1: yeah and we're on late we're on sunday nights at 10 o'clock so that's late you know uh mm. You know, the thing is, is we get moved around a lot. Um, I think we're like, uh, you know, the performer that, you know, they want to put something in and then they move us to like a Friday night at 10 o'clock and then they move us to Sunday night at 10 o'clock. So to have uh, the viewership that we have and the ratings we have from being moved around all the time, it just shows the fans that love the show and are dedicated to the show. And, you know, the writers are always, they have a live Twitter I don't know if you've seen that yet, but yeah. they have a live tweet on Sunday nights when the show's happening and the cast comes on and talks and stuff. And then sometimes I try to figure sometimes I try to figure it out on how to do it. And I, <laughs> I try to jump in the mix and, uh, but <clears throat> you know, our viewership, uh, Sunday nights has been great so far. I mean, the last few episodes have been awesome. So, um, like I said, it's hard. And, you know, we get, we get preempted because a basketball game will be on March madness is on. So we get delayed by 40 minutes or it's usually a football game or, you know, state of the union or whatever it is, you know? And so to keep sort of for, for, to have people to keep watching and keep us, uh, involved and keep the ratings great is just awesome because I mean, we're all over the place and switching nights and switching, you know, we've been on pretty much the same time, except for this season we started. I think the first few episodes we were on Fridays at eight or nine, some one of those times. Mm. And then, um, you know, we got moved to Sunday nights at 10. So to have the fans keep following us on different nights and not knowing when we're going to be on. And then sometimes we're off, you know, sometimes we're off for a month and then we come back on or we're off for two weeks. And to have the ratings still being good and great, is just, it's, it's, it's all a reflection on, how dedicated fans are to watch the show and um, how I think the show puts out the product um, that makes it really good too. So I, like I said, I think our show tactics wise between, you know, it's us and seal team. And then after that, it's like, I think we're the two best shows on that, um, that do the, you know, tactics wise that look the most real.
0: Mm, yeah. Well, I was just about to say that with the quality of the product that speaks for itself and, you know, it is unfortunate Sunday at 10 is a bad time, you know, at least if it's yes. Friday at 8, 9 or 10, you know, then you've got Saturday the next day. It doesn't matter to watch something late, but right. yeah, it right. being a weeknight, that's a bit unfortunate, but thank thank you fans. Keep watching it so we can get yes, a Yes, definitely.
1: But we have. I mean, the last, the last few episodes have really torn it up on Sunday nights it's and been, it's been great. So
0: yeah. Well, good luck. All my fingers and toes are crossed because I want more seasons too. And obviously want to keep you in a job.
1: <laughs> yes, it. definitely.
0: Yeah. Now, before we finish up, I did want to talk quickly to you about the call signs because some some people, I even looked on the internet, a lot of people are confused. And I was like, let's just sort it out today with Odie because obviously we'll law enforcement <laughs> yes, I... you're a little bit more up with it. But I think people are yes, yes. confused because, you know, Hondo is 20 David, but... People confused why Deacon was called 30 David. Shouldn't that mean he's kind of in command of like 30 David team? I don't know. Can you educate us? <laughs>
1: um, well, usually, you know, uh, usually the call signs are is what the show gave them. And everybody has a separate call sign. So, you know, like you said, De- uh, Deacon's 27, Shamar's 20. I can't remember what everybody's called. I know mine's 71. Um, but... Usually, you know, you'll have a sergeant or supervisor in charge of the team and usually it's not a couple like, you know, Deacon is a sergeant and Shamar is a sergeant. Usually you would have one sergeant on a team in charge of one team and a sergeant in charge of another team. But, you know, like like you've seen from season one that plays on, you know, Jay Deacon is, you know, he should he should have had the team in the very beginning. And so they kind of keep them together. But, um, you know, it all depends on different departments. They have different call signs for everyone, and, uh, you know, even for patrol units that are different, so it varies, but once you get your your call sign, then uh, you know, for the show, then that's what they have what they've kept them kept them at.
0: Mm, I must stop being, getting a bit confusing after a while with so many people, like
1: Well, I can't, reme- you know, I can't remember, you know, I can't remember, yeah, well, I, honestly, I can't remember their call signs. I, I rarely go by their call signs, so I know Shamar's you know, 20 David. And then after that, I kind of I would have to look it up to see what I mean, I know what mine is, but I would have to look it up to see what everybody else's is every time we every time we use their call sign because we'll have something I'm like, who's uh who's thirty David again? <laughs> or yeah. what I go up to David and I'll go, What's your call sign? they will say thirty David or whatever it is. And I'm like, and then I go back to the writer and say, Okay, have them say thirty David on I'm, I'm on scene or whatever. So yeah. yeah it's good.
0: It's, kind it's just I never great. I that part on the screen. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like I'll take the writer's word for it. Yeah. That's the call side. That's good. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah.
0: Well, I really appreciate your time today, Odie. We love always having a bit of behind the scenes look of the show and we love to have you on again, obviously in the future. So come back on, just consider it your second home. All right.
1: Yes, definitely. I love coming on. It's uh, I always have a good time and, and I love talking to you and, you know, it's it's uh, always fun for me to do something like this. So it's not very often that, uh, you know, somebody will call and say, hey, can I interview you? And I have fun doing it. So it's all good.
0: I'm glad. Well, keep in touch. And before we go, can you tell the audience if they want to, you know, see some of your cool stuff that you post up, find out what you're up to in the future? <laughs> but obviously you're going to announce if there is a season six. Where can we go follow you? Yes.
1: Uh, Well, I'm on Instagram at ODV Gallup and just remember that there, uh, you know, we get uh, all the whole cast and myself included, you know, you get people that try to uh, impersonate you and, and no one, I I do not. And I can speak for a lot of the other people. No one will ask you for anything. Right. So if somebody says, Hey, I'm Odie and how are you doing today? And, and then they keep talking and and can I have, you know, whatever money, can you donate to this? I will never do that. I will never ask you for anything and neither will they. Um, So just make sure you make sure that you verify that it's me or the cast members, all those guys have blue, I think it's blue checks for the celebrity thing I'm still kind of a blue collar guy. So I don't, I haven't gotten that yet. And I just kind of, I'm kind of fighting it. <laughs> so, but you can, you'll be able to tell by how many followers I have. And, and um, you know, it's O D V Gal O-D-I-E-V and then Gallup, G-A-L-L-O-P. And um, that's my Instagram. And you know, that's, that's, you'll see all the pictures I post on there and everything. If, if you get on and you see like, Thirty followers or whatever then it's not me yes. or if you get it's on there's like oldie. three pictures and it's not me yes yeah
0: you like so. to post regularly which we really really appreciate plus i try you know, to yes. you and all the I actors to. you're too busy to bloody message people and ask for money anyway <laughs> <Or> <laughs> yeah no yeah you just post one yeah. post and it would go out to thousands <laughs> yeah yeah but i'll put the link below for everyone so they can go follow you as well so
1: yeah i got i got hacked i got hacked on my first one and it got shut down yeah it got shut down and i had to i tried to go through them to get it reinstated and you know how that is there's like nobody you really talk to it's like you have to send something in and then and then they (laughs) sent me back a thing saying they sent me back a thing saying yes you're trying to impersonate i go no it's me actually it's me you know and so it was funny it was the whole thing but anyway
0: does that mean all I your digress. previous photos were lost as well
1: yes everything oh, no. that i put on there before was gone and i had like ten thousand people or something close to that and so you know now now somebody will you know dm me and say hey is this you and i go no and then somebody will text me with a thing saying it. The person saying they're me saying, Hey, what are you doing tomorrow night? Do you want to go to dinner? And I'm like, "Uh, That's not me, (laughs) you know? So, yeah,
0: they organize a dinner and you just don't turn up. (laughs) What happened? (laughs) Yes,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So be careful, like with that sort of stuff, guys. And
1: definitely don't just rely
0: on having your photos just on Instagram because, yeah, there's hackers out there, unfortunately. But, yes. Thank you so much again, Odie. Uh, I know I've already taken up an hour of your time. I was going to play another game, but we'll save that for next time. We've had a good time anyway. All right. All right. Thanks, Odie. Keep in touch. Thanks, Lauren. All right.
1: I'll talk to you later.
0: Fingers crossed for season six. Good luck.
1: I'm trying. I'm trying. Okay. Thank you. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Have a good time. (laughs)
0: Thank you for listening. If you want to be the first to get every new episode, remember to subscribe to this podcast for free. Just search for Rave It Up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share it with your friends